Hey, hello everybody. Welcome. It is Thursday and it's 9pm. So once again, it's UK Cowboys time. How are we all doing, guys? Doing good. Buzzing, buzzing. All right? One week to go. Yeah, get yeah. excited. <laughs> Draft cap game this morning. One, so. Yeah. I have to admit, that, that, is, is, one uh, it is... That, that is one of the best draft hats I've seen for a wee while. Yep. The one from three years ago was probably the worst one. It is, the they are quite nice, actually. Three more days of free mm. draft, and here we come. I Steve. didn't like. I I didn't like. I didn't like the draft hat where it had just Dallas Cowboys written across it. I just thought that that was just. Mm. They did it with all of them. You know what I mean? It was just the name of the team, and it was like, uh, little unimaginative. I thought one of the nicest ones they did is that they, for every city that but they did. We are fully into it. Only seven more days, even less if you're watching tomorrow or on the weekend. Um, Till the big day, the draft and the 24-hour show. We'll get more details on that for you uh, in this show. Um, but this week, it is Hot Takes Prop Bets. Um, so we did have Barry Gibson booked, but he had to uh, cancel. Yeah, we can hear you, mate. Um, so they had to cancel last minute. Not a problem, though. Um, so instead, you just got... These four cow pokes um, talking about their hot takes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but let's get into it, right, guys? Um, let's start with the usual, with the old news and updates, because uh, we have had a bit of crazy news this week. Uh, so the first one off the bat, and I'm going to get a, a, a hot take off you guys. Reggie Robinson's been given a two-game ban um, for performance-enhancing substances. Richard Robinson, not Reggie. Uh, Richard, yeah, Richard Robinson. Sorry, not Reggie. Richard Robinson. Based on the fact with the way the corners are and with everything going on and the two game ban, do you think perhaps this could be the last that we see of him? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I don't, he only got on the team last year because of obviously injury front injuries. Yeah, um, yeah. He was mostly back and forth from the practice squad brought up for insurance purposes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, assuming we take pick two corners in this draft, I think the yeah. numbers are going to be against him because you'll be, you'll be sticking with Reggie Robinson, hopefully <laughs> for another year, uh, yeah. given that you've put draft stock in him. Um, this guy was a, uh, street free agent um mm. you know so the numbers are don't bode well for him it's probably you'll probably see him maybe get released just before training camp um or maybe you know in the aftermath of the draft yeah um, yeah silly silly yeah. things to do for a guy on the fringe i mean you, you're looking for um for every opportunity to try and make a team and then you go and do something silly mm -hmm. like that now it may be that he didn't know what he what he was taking or putting in his body or oh, Graham, they they would they would know what they were taking they would know yeah even if we're just trying giving the benefit of the doubt still a stupid thing to do especially when you're on the bubble you know if you're a starter you'll get away with it two games you'll get away with it but see if you're a, a on a fringe special teamer nah see you later we'll get somebody else because there's plenty out there. We, we we said I think I commented to you guys in the group when when that news broke the other day, um, and and Paul kind of touched out just then that they'll obviously they'll know what they're taking, but it's just when are they going to stop being 
dumbasses and stop taking this stuff because it's not gonna not show up. And like you say, yeah, the league's so strict with what can be taken, and and not just NFL. There's, do you know what I mean? You take all sports around the world, so it's not as I didn't know what I was taking because um, yeah. they're they're advised and constantly. So it's just yeah, just dumbass moves by people who just clearly just think that they're entitled to. I mean, in the league and get away with it. I was trying to, I was trying to play diplomat, but you just know. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but you can tell the Cowboys will have two or three members of staff that will know the rules inside out. You can't take this. You can't take that. Pick up the phone and ask if can I take this? Can I not take this? So, so just to kind of like take your argument there, Graham. Follow. See, especially when it comes to like, I'm going to take a different sport as an example with the USADA doping agency and stuff like that. When it comes to mixed like, mm-hmm. martial arts, every yeah. athlete needs to like if they're on a sponsorship supplement, for example, the sponsored athletes for a certain brand and that. They still need to get this checked by your son. Like, is this okay for me to take before even taking one bit of it? You know, they can still promote it, but they can't take it. Yeah. So, yeah. so for like so NFL players, they should be reading exactly what it is and checking with their specialists within the team, within the NFL. So, is this supplement okay for me to take? I have not taken anything yet. You can test me, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Then this is no, there's um, some type of estrogen or some I don't know what some that type chemical of, in it. Some, some type of compound in there that can actually yeah. elevate your levels up, maybe in testosterone or something like that. We don't know, but that's something that can increase the the ability of making you play better. So, um, so there, there's that argument. So I think for any athlete out there to say of oh, being careless and not. They should know fine well. You're getting paid all that amount of money. You should be knowing exactly what you're putting in your body. There's no excuse. It's also, it's not like he's been out of the country where, you know, there was an excuse for Alan Butter back in the Olympics where he'd used a Vicks inhaler from one country and it used a different ingredient or something like that. And that was, that that kicked him into the, the ban list as well. You yeah. know, so you, you've got to, especially when you're in your hometown and all that, you should have a good idea of what supplements you're taking, what's on the on on the ingredients list and everything like that. And if you're trying out a new sub, substance or whatever, you've got to, again, you should be checking. It's your responsibility for what you're taking. Yeah, it's all, it's all about self-ownership. Like every player needs to be responsible for their own actions, regardless if you're on the football field, if you make a bad play. Even outside the football, you still need to make um, take responsibility in those actions because that can affect your team. Like even though Rashad is not exactly going to be ever going to be a starting player, like you said, he was undrafted and stuff like that. But it's the principle. Like, see if that was like a, a first rounder, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, what the fuck?" You know what I mean? Excuse my language here, not, but not, you know, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you yeah, just yellow flag. Like, I'll just say then. You say, especially because he's on the bubble, you would think not that he's excusing it from like a first or second round draft player, but someone's on the bubble who wasn't drafted. You would think that they would take extra precaution just for the fact that just the teams sometimes look for the littlest error to to cut them, to cut someone. So yeah, <laughs> well, no sympathy well, well, for him. Put it this way: if, if, if here's a great example. What if it was Tony Romo that happened? That happened to? Can you imagine? 
exactly. Mm. Or like maybe not as much of a drastic one, but but he is a starter. It's Antoine, Antoine Woods. That would have been like a big big, uh, damage to our defensive line. Like if he was given yeah. that ban, so so it doesn't really in the spectrum in the spectrum of undrafting it. It's just it really de- depends on where you are within the team. Doesn't matter what draft pick you are, but the fact is, like every player doesn't matter if you're first round, second round, undrafted, or traded over, whatever. You have that responsibility to make sure that you're not putting any stupid chemicals or compounds within your body, so therefore you can play legally within the NFL. Problem, yes, problem, you, problem is well, it's not well, a it's not a Cowboys off season without us having one at least one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. yeah, but you touched on it as well there about Anton Woods. Uh, he literally just before we got on air has been uh, signed and extended, so he's now with the Cowboys for the foreseeable future. My boy, uh, the human log, the human log. Um, so Big that shout out to Antoine. Big shout yeah, out to him, yeah. man. I know on our social media, we had a little few check boxes. One was to sign a defensive lineman in a free agency period. That ticks the other box. So we're there. It's just the draft side now. Um, also, in other news, people sent a few messages out as well. Um, was about Trayvon Diggs, that he made the news as well. The only thing oh, I can yeah. say is that that news haven't really it popped up haven't you heard anything more so, I, don't even, I, I mean don't, like this is how unrelevant this is i don't even remember what the girl's name is <laughs> like she's supposed to be some type of i don't know what influence or some shit like that Get to she's a, yeah she's a rapper and uh, i think her name's chinese kitty is it or something like that yeah but i mean yeah it's, it's but, just i mean the fact that it's not yeah it's not being reported. So, I mean, the fact that, you know, the big media isn't really saying much says it all, really. You know, yeah, I'll wait it, until it comes. If it, like, the fact that it's not actually been filed, you just kind of said that there. It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're, you're literally taking everything with a pinch of salt now. It says, oh, yeah, like she posted screenshots, but there's no full context behind that. It's just basically him saying, like, that we don't even know what raised up to that level. So, yeah. we don't know. We don't know. So until until otherwise, it's Trevor, no news. It's, it's no news. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know the only scary the only scary thing about it is um, just going back to obviously the the the, the, the whole Zeke thing. Whereas, I mean, it, he he did not wrong and yeah. still got banned for it. And like I said, not yeah. saying Danny, not he saying wasn't even in the league. Yeah, yeah. and not know. not saying Diggs hasn't done anything, but. Like you say, it, it always seems to be with the NFL. It seems to be and then, in a, uh, guilty till proven innocent, and it should be all with everything. It should be the other way around. So here, so I am. I'm about to go off on a rant, and I do apologise, mate. Go for it, <laughs> so, mate. Go for so, it. The Deshaun Watson situation, right? When you f- compare that to Zeke, it was just what they. Like, I'm not at, like any sexual like, like it's, it's just it's just wrong in general, right? We know that should never like there should be nothing that like. It's, it's no excuse, but when it comes to when someone was actually done something, it was never never proven. When you've got thirty people, at least going after Deshaun mm. Watson, what is his penalty going to be like? We've not had one single peep anything from the NFL what they're doing to that. So Zeke must be sitting there, it's like, all right, okay, so 
I did literally nothing sitting here back here. I proved the evidence so that I did nothing, yet you still hit me with a four-game ban. Yeah, there's over 30 people with the same type of story going after Deshaun Watson. So what the hell, NFL? What the hell, Roger Goodell? Get your ass, get your head out your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just, want, just wanted to say it. It, it does. It does in that sense. It is a bit weird because obviously with the NFL, they are the judge, jury, and executioner. So, um, and it, it, they do sign. The, the, in part of the contract is a conduct policy. So when you sign to it, what you're doing is you're saying if something crops up with my name and it's negative, I give you the power to decide what to do with that information. And it is no, it, it's very it's weirdly weird. written. I've yeah. asked, I've asked before about the conduct policy, and apparently that side of the contract is like apparently it is like very very oddly written. That is very weird. Even the terminology and the language in it. So it sounds like Roger Goodell had a couple of bottles of Dole Julio when he wrote it then. <laughs> you know the way that's what it sounds like? Well, like it's, it's the fact that the NFL or the commissioner is judge, jury and executioner. Nah, that's just ridiculous. Should This should surely be. Um, well, that's, that's, that's what's happened, though, Jamie. That's what, ha- oh, that's, what ha- that's what happened with Zeke. Like, even oh, yeah, though yeah. Zeke, like, just even with Zeke, like, he even had like the, the, the police report that had them, like, and even the, the what was the independent uh, investigator who Goodell yeah. actually hired to yeah. do it and actually came back and said, There's no evidence. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. You're still getting a ban. Screw it. That's what I mean. It's you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. they got a conflict of interest, aren't they? Because he obviously he runs the league, so then he can he can well, overrule a, pre- well, a police well, report. Well, they'll get something my box, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone, I just had to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do try and tell everyone not to swear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's gone out the window in the first time. Yeah, try, it's all right. Yeah, try to tell us, try us free Scottish and a man from Yorkshire to try and calm, our, calm down our lingo. We just won <laughs> an award for the most curse, uh, cursing part of Britain, so I am celebrating that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it, guys. So this week is quite a simple show, uh, very, very easy. Uh, it's going to be hot takes, do some prop bets as well, um, and uh, basically talk about your favourite players, as well as everybody watching at home, seeing all the comments flying in, it's good to yeah. see it all, good to see the regulars as always, not just yeah. from America uh, and uh, the UK, around the world as well, Australia more specifically. Yep. Um, so we'll get into a hot take, here's one for you, right, here's a hot take. Um, now I put this up already on our Twitter, got split down the middle. Um, my hot take is drafting Patrick Satane or, or JC Horn does not help the Dallas Cowboys at all. Mm. I'll give you my reason that the Dallas Cowboys rank last in wait, rush wait. defense because of their front seven. Right, the front seven is, is <laughs> the front seven is totally bad. Right, 
at what point, right? We've got Trayvon Diggs on one side. At what point has any team in the NFL, even yourselves, gone, okay, the Cowboys are playing this team. We'll have two good cornerbacks. We're going to struggle. We've never, ever said that. Not once. But how many times have we gone to a game and gone, that front seven's hefty? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, again, you look happens to, all the time. You look two years ago, we were a good run, we were a good run stuff in defense then. Last year with the, mm-hmm. the, change in, the change in system, all the intricacies of it, players weren't able to just keep it simple. So they were having to stop and think about things. So they weren't able to play at speed. I mean, that's going to be a big factor this year. If, if Dan Quinn can get in and get the teaching done, get it, you know, and from all accounts is the Cowboys are actually still going to be doing a lot of the, they're, they're not going to be one of these teams that are doing the um, staying away from the uh, off season training and doing everything virtually. They're, they're going to mm-hmm. be doing some field work. And at the moment, I think there's 15 of the, there's a session in the morning, there's a session in the afternoon and the players are coming in and doing the, the, the fitness training just now. Um, yeah. All the meet, all the meetings or teaching will be done online. If they can mm-hmm. get out of the way and get the install in before training camp, we should be a lot faster on defense this year. We've got spe- yeah. we've got guys who have got speed. They just need to be able to play at speed by knowing what their assignments are. I can see why. It's yeah, I mean, like you know, I, I can see why. It, it's yeah, really I mean, if you go to our post on Twitter. People were literally divided with that comment. They were going, yeah, yeah I agree. And some people were going, no, we need corners too. But the issue, I, I, and I'll I let you speak, Gray. Uh, I, my <laughs> point just was that with the worst run stop in defense, how does it take in a corner at 10? That, by the way, is going to take three, maybe three, four years to develop. How does that help <laughs> you in your rush defense this year? And uh, Sorry, point. Gray, I'll let you get back to it. I would argue that it didn't take Trevon Diggs three or four years to become our top corner. Um, so if, if Lightning can <laughs> yeah. strike twice. Um, but what I would say on that point is you need to look at it as an overall picture. Um, our, our offense wasn't clicking, which meant we got behind, which meant that encouraged teams to run the ball more. If we yeah. have an efficient offense... It's going to lead them to the pass to try and get them to get the opposition back in the game, which takes away from the run, and then you need your corner. Mm, yeah. So there's yeah. different ways of looking at it. I can see why it's split, but I do see why you want to address your front seven if you were ranked as poorly on D. I can see both points. That's probably why it's split down the middle. You can see two sides of the yeah. argument. Do you know what? And the saying? other, go on, go on, go on. Go on. I, was just, I was just going to say, just to back up, kind of not saying Mike's right or wrong, just, uh, just a lot of people in that. No, it's a hot take. That, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying a lot of, um, um, a lot of people are now saying that that Satan's not even worth of, um, worthy of a top ten pick. Um, yeah. And, it's, and and what impressed, and, and if if I saw the the piece right, if you look, and it could well be JC Horn, if you look at him. Based on the yards he he allowed against the wide receivers that are in this year's draft, it's 
some, some of them didn't get near to nothing. One of them being Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Yep. Again, if you see in the if you see in the hype video that's been released yesterday with the with Kyle Pitts and his interview with Jerry and everything like that, you know, he he was asked who he went. Oh, oh we technical oh. difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Dory Lawn. Yeah. No. Oh. So he was saying that. Yeah, we kind of lost him. Yeah. Yeah, we lost you slightly on that one, Lawn. Um, yeah, you, you, you're breaking in and out. But one of the arguments that I liked to do is, um, like, basically, rank the last four corners taken in the first round, right? So Lattimore, Denzel Ward, Jeff Akuda, right? Then you add Satane into it. If I was going to rank those four corners in order, Satane is last. In terms of prospects coming out of college, even how they'll be in the even NFL, be, even behind Jeff Okuda, who yeah, had that absolute shot, even though he was absolutely god awful for the Lions. Yeah, and I'm not on about behind. how they they will be in the NFL. I'm just talking in terms of um, if you was to look at them as prospects coming out of college. Yeah, Do you know, I, I was I, I'm a lot with a lot of people that um, if we took Satan at ten. It, it wouldn't piss me off. Sorry to to use the the, the word there, but I I started to I started to get on the um, the um, the trade for Rashawn Slater at ten. If we can't get a trade back, I'd rather take Slater at ten and, the, the, and try and pick up a corner in the second. The only issue I got with offensive tackle, I don't know what you guys think. The only issue I've got with that is if you look at the Cowboys. Literally, to me, when you look at the evidence of what they're looking at, nothing screams offensive tackle to me that they're going to take them. It doesn't mean mm. that if, say, like Penny Sewell is there, they'll take them, but not once has it cropped up in conversation this offseason. Well, they they, the they just never mentioned well, it. Well, well, to be fair, neither did wide receiver last year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they won't, like, say, Penny Sewell falls to them, just like C.D. Lamb did at pick, what was it, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, these things can happen. Do I mean, you know what would it, the ideal situation would be? Would be to, for someone like Trey Lance to still be there at ten, because the phone off the hook, and then as the the B saying on all the oh, Cowboys, um, shows well, this week. That's a good week, point, Jamie. Kings, that's a real, King's yeah. ransom. If you want your quarterback, and I think it was on Mickey's hot takes the other day, they were saying the, if if like, Washington wants to come up, you want this year's first, next year's first. And someone along the lines of one of them pass rushes from Washington to yeah, even the, contemplate letting them get the quarterback. Yeah, Chris, there's obviously now with Alex Smith now retiring, mm. all they've got is Ryan Fitzpatrick and whoever the backups are for Washington. So mm. they'll definitely be in the hunt for a quarterback. So we're in a, sitting in a nice wee situation where there could be a couple of teams that will be answering us for a phone call uh, at number 10, move down a few places just right behind Washington, perhaps. But they would have to give up quite a fair bit to it if it's so many places. I'm starting to think he's not going to fall that far, though. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's all key on on who the 49ers take at number three, I think. Mm. If they take Mac Jones, then Trey Lance is... Whoever's the fifth quarterback, he'll be gone by that point. I think it will be be Trey Lance, I think. 
but, but everyone keeps talking about he might end up in uh, what's uh, Foxborough. Mm. Yeah, Steve makes a good point. Well, I mean, we've started getting the 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 after not not letting kind of the cat the hat cat out of the hat. Even I get it right. Well, well, let's put it honestly. Going back to last year, McLeod did not say one thing until Jerry says, "I might splash out. I might take over." Mm. I with hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, has anyone got a hot take for you, or do you mean to give you another one? Does right, somebody have hot, a hot take for us? Go I, on, Paul. My hot take is anyone but a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just That's a, anyone but tight end. Like, well, anyone but tight end, wide receiver, running back, quarterback. That like. I'd be happy if we get an offensive tackle or offensive guard, but it obviously depends on the, the value of what we're, what we're drafting at, whatever. But it has to be somewhere, someone in the defensive side of the ball. So that's what I see happening mm. for the draft. Like, yeah. yeah. I, no, I, no, no, I, no. I'm I, with I, you. If I see, oh, God. I, yeah. I, my, I would be legitimate, be so pissed off if that if we like we do end up getting Kyle Pitts, I'd be pissed off about it to be I'm, honest. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip Paul's hot take and say if, if Kyle Pitts Go is on, there, the, the Cowboys don't even entertain trade calls with Cowboys. Cowboys don't pass on on Kyle Pitts if he's there. Yeah, I agree. If he's there, they they take him and prepare, be yeah. prepared for it. Um. But, I mean, you could argue and you could say, Miami, well, we've got Amari Cooper. Please draft the Miami. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Miami, you know, Miami is I mean, like, calls this to move down again. Like, like let's put it this way. What, what, what's going to happen with Jaws? Do we know what his medical condition is like? How well is he going to play? What, what type of Blake Jarwin are we getting? You know, because as good, as good, obviously, as Schultz was, I, he's not an every down tight end you want on your starting lineup game to game. He did absolutely fine in what we asked him to do. I disagree, mate. I disagree. But to me. I, right, look, let's put, wait, so that one. He was above was, expectations. Right, well, That's no, what right, you can say. No, 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 no. Like, so that one season where we where Jason Witten was gone, right? He was pretty much our full starting tight end throughout the whole season, and he did well. Did pretty much well. Right, but that Giants game at the end of that season where he he came up with the three three the giant killer, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, so yeah, you could see he was like above average, like from what we were expecting him, but yeah, yeah, but he still he still had a stellar of a bloody season from someone that was pretty much unknown, like pretty much so. So, but but now when Jason Witten came back, he was pretty much put back in the back seat because it was just pretty much given royalty a seat, you know what I mean. So, because like Jason, like Jason, does it like will always have a place in Cowboys Nation, no matter what, even if you're just there as a bit part player, which which he was. But Witten was just there just to kind of just lace up the boots once again. And we didn't see Jarwin as much that season, but when it came, but I just think give him time. I think Jarwin can be that tight end where we've been looking for, and that's why we gave him that contract. I really do. I, I know. I know you don't like. I know you're not on the. On the Kyle Pitts train, Paul. But does it just not sound good though? When you kind of, if you, if you, look I at just things, don't see the need to run through it. Yeah, true that. But then if you look at it that way, you look at so you've got Dak at, at QB, who's just who's going to get better. It's not got better every year. He's gonna, we've got, we've got, we've got a top ten running back. We've got 
you could argue three, three really good wide receivers, and then you throw in you throw in a beast like Kyle Pitts. That that makes the offense even more sexier than it is already. I I know that Jamie, but yeah, like, but we're, we're like a Blake Jarwin. He's more under the radar. Like you probably might end up getting more of the passes, but when you've got a name like Kyle Pitts in your starting lineup, it's gonna like there's people's expectations and expect him to say, oh, we've got this magnificent tight end, this one-of-a-kind blue-chip player. We expect him to get a 1,000 yards and six touchdowns for a tight end. That's just unrealistic. It's unrealistic. Like, I'm seeing, um, all the, I'm seeing everyone's expectations on this. If we do draft Kyle Pitts, people have this certain expectation if we go for an offensive player, no matter what position it is, like a skill position player, they tend to think, right, you better get a 1,000 yards in his rookie season, must have at least six touchdowns. No, no, just calm your jets and sit down and just, you know what I mean? <laughs> I get, I, I get, yeah, but it's why... not just about scoring, it's about controlling the game. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Greg. I get why, why we're talking about pits at 10. He is, he has a, he's projected, I'm going to say projected to be a blue chip talent, but I'm going to throw out a well known NFL saying and offensive play wins games defences win championships and right now our defence is not ready to win a championship but, yeah, yeah, but then you what, say what that yeah but you say that look at overall pick. Yeah, and also look at where the Kansas City Chiefs this year last season and the season they won the Super Bowl where their defence ranked it wasn't even halfway they were below, they were below average but the so what you've got won, is you don't... The Buccaneers' defence won the Super Bowl. Their front seven did. Most certainly, no, yeah. No, Winfield Jr., come on. He was outstanding. That's all I'll throw out. We have, we have a... Yeah, I, we have an awesome... I mean, <laughs> Wait, bring that comment back up. Bring that comment back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrew! <laughs> as much uh, as he's so trying to make a you, joke, he's right. He's right. Pitts, Pitts I, I don't think. There. I don't think Pitts. Pitts, Pitts will I, actually I, I be. Miami will pick him. I think Miami will get him. Do you know what though? Yeah. Just to kind of. And uh, the, the thing you've got to look at too is the if you look at the what. Oh, sorry, Jay. No, sorry. I was just, I was just going to say, I, I get what the dogs saying, but there's, there's been talk this week that Miami are fielding calls again and they're looking to move out of the sixth spot. So it might not even, they might not even go to Miami. Mm. Yep. And you look at, yeah, I, I reckon yeah. if, but, uh, if uh, Pitts he's is there at ten. Go on, Mike. Go on. Yeah. No, no, I, no, no. I no keep going. Say, I, I, I was going to say, I think, I think Mike's a wee bit delayed. <laughs> I was going to say, if Pitts, no, if Pitts right. is there at ten, you're going to have you're going to have uh, a sort of uh, Johnny Football situation in the Dallas War Room because yes, we've all seen that Jerry's completely infatuated with him. Stephen Jones has been on the radio saying that it's defense across the board that needs sorting out first of all. So I think that was. Tipping, tipping that you know even things like Micah Parsons or what have you might even be an option. Mm. Um, happy, you know, happy with th that. Th there's there's talk as much as us yeah. as trading back. There's also talk of us trading back into the first round as well. So I've my sort of, yeah. 
my yes. sort of hot take is we're going into yeah. the draft with 10 picks. We aren't going to pick 10 mm -hmm. players. We are going to be using those picks to move up and down the draft, garnering mm -hmm. capital for either this year or even stock stockpiling for next year, some of the big picks next year as well. Yeah. You know what, Laura? I, I, I like that take. I, 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 I like I, that take. I, I, I like that take as well. I find that's a, quite a, a more realistic approach what Das might do, especially when it comes to maybe the second and third rounds. Mm -hmm. We might trade back, gain more picks for this year, next year. We might move up if it's a certain player that we just can't, can't uh, refuse to kind of let go type of thing, you know? So I think you're right. I think that, I think we'll, like you said, what is it, 10 draft picks we've got? So I think that yep. there's guaranteed that we're we're going to at least trade one of our picks for something if it's for mm. more or moving up for a certain player. So we'll soon see. I'm all up. Basically, my my theory is always drafting top 100 players. Like I would be yep. quite happy to draft all the way up to day day the end of day two, and then just disappear and go down go down the pub for day three. Um, <laughs> Like, yeah, I, if, I definitely if, think trading up is the way forward uh, if, in that respect, with, with the amount that they have. Away, if, if we came away in this draft with, just let's, let's just say, just take trades out of it, with Rashawn Slater at 10 and um, Asante Samuel at 44, that, that's, that, that for me just wins, wins, wins the draft. We, we, we've addressed the line, we've addressed the cornerback situation. I agree when Mike yeah. says that the ways to move up to mm. trade up because ten draft picks are not going to make the team. It's it's, no, it's, no. it's as straightforward as that. You're 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 hoping to get maybe six or seven players from a draft class. So if we can leverage the fifths, sixth, sevens to move up a couple of places to get who we really want, that's so much more efficient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what I think has been interesting this week and um, or the last couple of weeks, Cowboys break have been going through the past four years worth of drafts. And you always look, mm. at, you know, they get down to the sixth round pick and the we've actually hit gold on some of the sixth round yeah. picks. Guys like no, Noah Brown, Donovan yeah. Wilson, you know, so mm. we do seem to have... Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson as well. We seem to be doing quite well with the sixth round pick. Maybe the, the, the fourth and fifth round we need picks, Wilson. We a bit of problem, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Wilson picks. <laughs> you hear that, Graham? The, the, yeah. the, the, the phone's calling, mate. I think, <laughs> okay. I think it was, I think it was, was it Bucky Brooks the other day? seen a comment yeah. and, he, and, he, and he said, with your, with your first rounders, if, if after three years they're, they're not playing to a high level, then you can pretty much class them as a bust. That they should be playing yeah. at a high level after, after three years, and if not, you've wasted a pick. Agree. It's totally agree with that one. Yeah, and we're going to find out um, shortly. We're going to find out shortly with uh, Leighton Van Der because we've got to decide in the next couple of weeks whether we're picking up his fifth year option. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's only played. I think it's something like twenty six games in three years. So you know, he's, he would be on a basic. He would be on the basic. Yep. Uh, which I think works out at like nine, just less than 10 million. It's yeah. like 9.8, I think, if I'm right. Because he's made no Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame's Pro Bowls, um, and he's played less than 50, is it? 50% snaps. Um, so he would be classed as a basic. So 
I, I think, me personally, do you know what I would do with Leighton Van Der Esch? Here's a hot take. I would actually extend him. I think we're going to have mm. to. I think we're going to have to, regardless, because we're so like our debt for LVE is. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I know. what Brian's saying is ain't worth the yeah. money, but I, I think we're kind of left with no choice in a way. And not, not just that. If you extend him now, you can push all that money out. Or you can push it over two years and do what you want with it, or maybe further over three years, uh, and you can see what you've got there. You, you spent a, a first round pick on him, and more than anything, it's the injuries because it's it, that, all right. His play was, was quite bad last year, but it was the injuries I think that, that are holding him I'll back. Pick, I'll pick up on one thing there, Mike. He was a pro yeah. bowler in 2018 and the second team all pro. Ah, uh, yeah, so but he was he, in the pro bowl as a alternate. He wasn't. Alternate, yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So they that's not you included. Know, I, I would so Mike. What you're saying is. You give him a two or three year extension rather than pay the nine point eight million because he's more likely extend... to take a deal. Yeah, go on. He's, so he's more likely to take maybe four or five million over three years, like per season, mm. as opposed to the nine point yeah. eight first round extension. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's highly likely to sign it as well. Yeah. I, I, I That's what I'm saying. I'm not picking that option up. No way. He's not. He's not worth being worth it. Not a million no, years. Not for the one year. No. Um, but that's what I would do. Anyone got another hot take? Um, or and send us your hot takes at home as well. We'll use them. Um, but anyone else got a hot take, or do you want me to run with another one? Safety. Safety. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll go with that one in a minute. I've got one for you though. That I think the Cowboys should trade down right and i know you guys have all been talking about um you know satane uh slater horn i think they should trade down and get this player and this player will be rookie of the year this year and that is jeremiah awusu koromoa well, I, thought, I thought you were going to see a certain michigan player and i was like oh, no 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 you know no. but you know what actually like if we were to trade down and get him I would be very, very happy with that. Very happy. Mm. Mm. Sort out your front seven. Although he's not a pure linebacker, you look, the NFL, we, we, like when we're talking about Kyle Pitts, right, what we're really talking about is a mismatch guy. That all, you look at um, the Chiefs, you look at the Bucks, you look at San Francisco, Two teams that have been in the last two Super Bowls. Well, they all got got a mismatch player on offense in uh, respects to the tight ends. So how do you do that? Well, you get tight end killers. Okay, you can get a tight end killer, but most tight end killers then aren't very good at stopping the run or playing, having to move out into the slot. Jeremiah Rusakoromoa is he is a mismatch on the reverse side on defense. Can, can I just add one more name to that, Paul? Uh, Paul, Mike. Um, yeah. Because um, Aziz Ojalari as well. I would not. I love Aziz Ojalari. If we traded back and we picked him up. Yeah, I like Aziz. As his arm length and wingspan and strength is just crazy. Here's, here's a name for you. Here's a name for yeah. you in terms of uh, offensive rookie of the year. Whoever the 49ers take at three, 
because he will be a quarter one quarterback and yeah. it's always helpful to be a quarterback you know that yes the guy on the front page he will have a defense that will keep his team in the game he's got an all right all line he's got an all right all line, all line. yeah mm-hmm. he's got um a, a tight good end defense yeah he's got a defense He's wide receivers, mm, which now. is big. He's got his wide receivers, but so long as yeah. they bench Garoppolo, obviously, because he's not gonna he's not gonna yeah. earn off earn off the bench. So no, no. If they no. can if they can get it right at three, bearing in mind that the first two QBs have already gone and they're settling for whoever's third, still think that's wild. But whoever they whoever they settle with at third, and he hits the ground running. I talk all the time about how teams should draft quarterback last and that should be the final play. There's every chance he could end up as offensive. Yeah. I've got a hot take that oh, up yours, Graham. What if Trevor Lawrence falls from Jacksonville? <laughs> what the- if? Come on then, hit us with it. Go through the scenario and go into it. Right. So obviously, you heard the the wee comments that uh, what Trevor Lawrence was saying is like I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it didn't really go to, to too well with a lot of Jacksonville fans about his attitude towards football in general. About it's not all about winning. It is about winning. So it's, it was something it's something along the lines of that, and not a lot of people took so kindly to that. So. Um, <laughs> He does but, love football, though. I, I know that. I know that. But I'm just saying. But yeah. some owners might actually kind of take about. Okay, we need a question about: Do you really want to play football or what? Like, like that was the impression that a lot of reports were getting off him, and a lot of the, and a lot of the vice versa and stuff like that. So, I'm just thinking: What if he actually lands at number two, or even lands in San Francisco? He won't go past three. I know that for a fact, but. I'm just saying, it could, uh, who knows, anything could happen. Who would have thought that trip... Like, he uh, interviewed Bard, for instance, like, in yeah, that respect. Yeah, yeah, in that respect. Like, don't get me wrong, the talent's there. He, like, I, I still think he will go number one overall, but I'm just saying, what if? What if? There's, there's rumours that... Got, yeah. got, wow, okay. That's, that, that's, that's my answer to <laughs> the question. Cheers, Andrew. <laughs> got, there's there's rumours that Trevor Lawrence found a $100 bill in Playbrook and then lied about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 one, no one went to his birthday party. Went to his birthday party. Hey, I know here's a good one. Here's a good one by Steve. Oh, Hot take Zach one. Wilson to be a manza. Yeah. I, I I don't think in like Manzel had personality issues um and all the rest of it. I but I know what he's that. saying. That 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 um <laughs> that Zach Wilson like he, he is literally a one year wonder. And so is Trubisky. Yeah. Yes, and look at that. Look how that fell apart. Mm. Um I know he's Still going and all the rest of it, but still, um, but it, that that is one that that does baffle me. Uh, I think he, he he looked good last year, but the thing that people aren't taking into account is who he played. Like, I mean, his best game, and I've said this already before, his best game that people keep going to, and they're like, "Oh, just go and watch his tape last year." And I watched the tape. His best game was against Navy. Zach Wilson will be a bust because he's no playmakers. Yeah. He, he, the, the B, what you got to look at as well BYU, their offensive line 
and who he's passing to. He's got the weapons. And then you, you take that and then put that against poor competition. Yeah, you're going to look good. Yeah. I agree with Steve on that one. I've, um, I've, got, I've, got two, I've got two names for you, Mike. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Quitipe or Elijah Vera Tucker for me. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to say Paul doesn't like um, Michigan defensive ends, but <laughs> it's, I don't, it's, not, it's not like I don't like uh, Michigan defensive ends. There has been a lot of good players from Michigan that's actually been quite successful. If it's just remember, ta- it's just tackle charm. Ta- it's just tackle charm. Yeah. just like just, all I can tell you is they're two totally different players, both exactly, stylistically exactly. and talent. Don't scout the logo. It's for, for me the, the thing with we tackle John, we ha, we we pretty much just kind of picked what was deemed as the best player available. Yet somehow we completely forgot the fact that TJ Watt was in the board. Still haunts me to this day. You know. Yeah. But, it's, but it's, here's the thing. But here's scary. the thing. But here's the thing, guys. And then I want your guys' thoughts. And I said, you know, find that all these players that are really like controlling the NFL in terms of like. The ones that are making the big plays are the ones you're finding within picks fifteen to twenty-two. Yeah, like these are these are the guys that like it's worth the gamble picking these guys. Like I'm seeing this a lot more. Now. See, like I saw I've seen you're seeing a lot more teams trading back down into those spots to get this type of guy. For example, it makes sense also because they're better teams, fifteen to thirty-two. Yeah, yeah, you know they're not expected. They're not expected to be the the difference maker. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, if somebody goes one to ah, ten, that's true. That's true. They're yeah. If they're that far and, that picking down, their their roster's already loaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. So, again on on mix shots this week, they were talking about quarterbacks taking one, two, whatever in the first round, and who had a winning record and everything like that. First year, the the last time somebody had a winning record as a quarterback was all uh, was Andrew Luck, and that was mm-hmm. what way back in oh god I can't even think twenty eleven was it or twenty eleven uh, yeah. yeah 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 it is it is a wild one um, I do like the pay pick because again it's a defense I just wonder if it's a bit rich for. Uh, pick number 10. That's the only issue I have with Pay. That everything else he does. Um, 2012, Lon, 2012, he joined the Colts. 2012, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just think they, they, I know what people say, like Brian did about the production, but he isn't asked to sack the quarterback a lot. If you actually look at how often they ask Quitty Pay to blitz. And uh, his percentage of sack productions. So based on how often he is asked to to go and sack the quarterback, and the percentage he does, I think in entire college um, last year, I think he ranked like third. His sack production percentage was like really insanely high. They just never asked him to do it because uh, they were asking him more to set the edge um, and be in so- run defense. But it's also, you, you could argue, one of the reasons why Harbour was uh, on the, the the fence, really, of whether he was going to stay in Michigan was, uh, or not, was a lot to do with his coaching on the defensive side of it all. Because usually that was their bread and butter, and they were just absolutely awful last year. 
Another one for the hot takes. Um, Come on then, keep them going. Let's, let's go around the room on this one. I want everybody's QB number in the first round. How many pre- How many QBs are selected in the first round? First let's round? Go. Five. 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 Yeah. I said five right from day one. Yeah, five. And four, five, four in four in the top ten, I think. Five mm-hmm. in the top ten for me. Wow! Now that is a hot take. Oh, in the top ten. Mm. Yeah. So you're including yeah, Mike going Jones six. in that. Someone's wow. going to pull the trigger. That's high for Mike Jones. Wow. Um, I think Mike Jones will go so in the first. So within the top ten. Five, uh, no, four, four, four. Yeah, four in the top ten, and then another one that's, in the that's mid That's assuming Dallas don't trade down for somebody coming in to take take the fifth quarterback. Okay, then next one. Who is the sixth? I can, uh, I can yeah. tell you. He'll go in the second, though. Yeah, it would be Trask, but yeah, and he'll struggle. He'll he'll oh. be the struggler. I'll be honest, I couldn't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> a quarterback's a position yeah. we're not focused about, so I'm like, I don't even know their names. So I did see I did see a theory on Twitter the other day that Trask goes thirty two to the Buccaneers. Mm. Yep. Okay. And that makes sense. See, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of Tom Brady in Trask, see. The, you know the the touch pass, the the stabilizing himself in the pocket, and moving around in there. Because Captain America is not going to go forever, <laughs> so <laughs> they've got to no. find somebody no matter, somewhere. Yeah, no matter how much juice and salad he eats, <laughs> <laughs> eventually it'll kick in. Go on, Lon, give us one of your hot takes, and then I, I'm going to go to Paul. Then, if you've got a hot take for us, hit right, us with I've- it. I think defensive rookie of the year next year, Christian Barmore. I think last I can see why. I think if the system that he was running in 2019 was the same last year, then Mm -hmm. and they were asking him to do what what he did in 2019 when he was all SEC, you know. Mm -hmm. And I I think they asked him to do something completely different last year and it's much the same as you know with our our defense he wasn't able to do what he was happy with so mm-hmm. you know i think he would be going he would be talking about yes he's a top defensive tackle but i think we you'd be comparing him to something like chase young if he yeah. if he was if he'd been playing again in that system this year yeah and what's funny is like we all bang on about, um, oh, you know, Jeremy McCoy last year. Imagine if we had him. That's Christian Barmore. That is exactly what he is. You go and watch him and you go, oh, yeah, that's Jeremy McCoy. And you're like, well, there you go. You were happy to have him last year. He can be available to us there. You know, I think you'd have to trade down uh, for the Cowboys in order to go for a Barmore. But if you go through Barmore's statistics as well um, from last year, he's like right at the very top in terms of, like, what he was doing, you know, in terms of production. Um, yeah. And he can do it all up and down the line as well. You watch eight, him taking eight, snaps eight in the A-gap. Yeah. 
And uh, yep. uh, here we go. He, uh, he he played he played the majority of the snaps in the B gap, um, but he played in the A and over the tackle. So you're looking him up and down the line. Although personally, he's a th- you know you know exactly where where he needs to be. Um, but uh, let me try and have a look. There's some information that I try and give to you. Um, oh, there's another fact for you: is that uh, the guy has been in two national finals. Yep. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there ain't many people in coming out saying that. Um, but a hot, a hot take question: Algar or Mond? Oh, which goes Mond. first? Oh, well, like, yeah, it would be Mond. I've got, I've got another, another hot take for you. Just because a lot of people are starting to love him, um, and he seems to be rising up the boards. That Quinn M- Minares will be the first lineman taken in the second round. I mm. just, I agree. I think that will happen. No, second, I can't and, and say. No, and, and, and the second round, I think he will. He's, I yeah, can't he's, say he's, too he's much because he's going to be the first lineman what? to be taken as well. That's what I mean. As well. He's definitely got, yeah, agree with Paul. He's going to be the first the lineman end. taken in the second round, though. Yep, agreed. He's going okay, to first lineman in Paul. the second round. Yeah, in the second round. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, like, I, I, I'm going to keep the Quinn Miners talk close to my chest because for next week's show, I've got some uh, bits and pieces that i got to go through and He's he's in there somewhere, so I'm not saying where or how or what. But did, when did you hear it, you'll on, just be like, eh? did, "Did anybody see him on um, Good Morning Football the other day?" And they were literally asking him what he was doing. This is obviously his last weekend before he becomes an NFL player. He's moving house, and he's like, literally, he's not paid somebody to do it. He's like, "I'm just going to move it myself." He, the kid seems that down to earth. Um, that's just typical D3 attitude. Mm. <laughs> I'll just do it. You know, like, <laughs> he actually, he played centre for Wisconsin Whitewater last year. Didn't know how to play the position. So he literally spent night after night, after practice, just snapping the ball between his legs into garbage bins. Sounds old school. That's all he did. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's typical D3, isn't it? You know, but like that's what he, w- he was doing, just like just going over it over and over and over. And ironically, one of the things uh, Tyler Biadish struggled with last year was snapping the ball between his legs to the to Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton made comments about it that it came, it comes out weird, it comes out in an angle or something. Um, so he had to practice, but it just goes to show you. Um, but I do like that one, and I do like Quinn Miners from the moment I seen him in um, the Senior Bowl. It was like, oh, need to yeah, go and watch he, this he one. The, I thought he was the biggest standout for the whole uh, Senior Bowl. Mm. Uh, all right. Anybody else got another hot take for us then? We'll have a couple more. I tell you what, Paul, I did say I'd come back to you for another one. So let's get one off you, and then I'll get one off Graham. I can't really think of any at the moment. I will first then. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's hot because it has happened before. Um, no running back in the first round. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think there will be a running back. I think there will be. I think the, the only running back that will go will be going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
I tell you what, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take that one step further, and it'll be Javante Williams. It won't be Najee Harris or Ooh. Travis Etienne. What? I just, wow. I, I just, I just feel with with running back, they've they've got to be they've got to be a stick on. They've got to be a huge talent to go in the first round because see if they're not a huge talent, they're a dime a dozen. You know, mm. we we took Zeke where he was because we knew that Zeke was going to be a huge blue chip player for us. I don't mm. see, I, I don't see anybody holding the the amount of bargaining chips to go in the first round. Um, I've heard, uh, I keep seeing Najee Harris as well as a possibility, but. Is he so much better than somebody you could pick up in day two? I don't think so. I definitely think if there was one team at least in the first round that's going to pick a running back, it's going to be the Steelers, I think. Because say uh, Connors is away. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Don't, necess- yeah. don't necessarily uh, but- have a don't necessarily have a starting running back anymore. I've, but okay I've got- then, here's a hard take I- for you. Go, go on, Jay. Go on, Jay. I, I was going to say. I- I- I've got one in my mind, but I might get slated for it. And I'm, I'm not really sure it would probably happen. But Come on, let's do some slating. K- Caleb, Caleb Farley falls out of the first round. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy. Here we Jay, go. That's... I'm going to. No. Here's my hot take that I was <laughs> going to go for that counteracts yours. Mine oh. was, and I'm not giving you who the first pick of the Cowboys, what that, that was. But the Cowboys trade back into the first, right? They take Caleb Farley, and then at pick number 44, they take linebacker from Kentucky, Jamin Davis. I'm starting to like Jamin Davis. Um, Yep. All right, I've got a hot take. I've got a hot take. The Michael Michael Gallup situation. Trade on trade. Okay, yeah. I like it. Trade so, on draft day. Yep. So what are we getting? Back, moving back into the first plus additional picks. We're moving we're moving back into the first with the Michael Gallup trade then. Yep. All right then. Right. So let us then for the final time, I'm gonna ask y'all and everyone at home as well. You'll get my pick next week. But give me all of your and it doesn't matter if they're trading back into the first or whichever way you want to do it. And I'm going to go to Jamie first for his first and second Dallas Cowboys pick of this year's draft. I've never even, even, even thought about the second round. <laughs> You're going to have to. I'll come to you last then, all right, Paul? Hold on. Pro football focus. Here we go. <laughs> I will get... I, <laughs> I'll give you my second pick if you want my second pick now. My second pick is Richie Grant. Can I can I be cheeky? And, and that's with, what I want. Can, can I be cheeky and go with two first round picks in a second just in case uh, not a trade scenario? Come on then. Come if on Kyle, then. If, if Kyle Pitts is there at 10, they'll take him. If he's not, mm-hmm. Sean Slater and in the second round, Asante Samuel Jr. Oh, I got some information on Sunday Samuel Jr. that's coming up next week. 
So uh, I'll leave that there. Lorne, you give me your first and second pick. Right. First round, first pick, I think we trade back. And I think we're going Horn. Um, mm-hmm. I think we then trade back into the 20s if he's available. And I would Oof. take either Barmore or um, uh, Ojolari. Ojolari, yeah, I love Ojolari. Ojolari is he keeps going on my draft board. I keep pushing him up further. <laughs> I think he's about fourteenth now because I keep going. Yeah, don't no, love it, love it. Watch another bit of tape, and I'm like, yeah, going up again. So I need to stop before he ends up overtaking like Zach Wilson or something. Um, all right, then, Greg, give me your first and second pick. And this is not what you think the Cowboys would do. What you would do. What I would do. Oh, yeah, right, okay. it's your choice. You are uh, Will McClay, Jerry Jones. <laughs> I do like Mo Rick too. Tread, I do on, like Mo Rick. Trade up, up for Matt Jones. CJ, <laughs> 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 yeah. you're, you're good on as if that hasn't crossed Jerry's mind. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's never underestimate the mind of Jerry Jones. <laughs> uh, right, okay. If it's me, um, if if it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with me, but with a hint of what they'll do. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna morph okay. it, combine it, combine it slightly. So for me, it's Sertain and Eichenberg. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Again, Eichenberg next week. News on that one. I'm going to keep that one close to my chest. All right, Paul, hit me with your first two picks. All right. Dallas will trade back in the first first round and take Jeremiah Owusu Kalamura. Mm, I like it. And we actually do get an additional second pick with that as well. So we have two second round picks. Okay. So the next one would be, mm-hmm. like, uh, sorry, I'm trying to find them. I had them earlier. Uh, safety, Richie Grant. And interior lineman. Yes. Quinn Miners, Wisconsin, Ooh. Whitewater. Oh, I'd love it if he made. Oh. I'm going to have. I'm, That's not I'm bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. To the guys that traded down, to the guys that traded down, I, be, I know there'll be people watching. Um, so the phone rings at ten. You take your you take your phone call. You end up with let's see for argument's sake you end up with a first round pick next year to go to sixteen. Mm. What if your guy goes at fifteen? Yeah. Mm. That's always the gamble we take, good sir. Well, if, you know, I, I if... think you need to have two or three guys that you love. Yeah, yeah. If the, if there was an R one, then it would have been um. Oh God, what was the defensive tackle's name again in the first round? You mentioned them earlier. Christian uh, Christian Barmore. Christian Barmore. Christian Barmore would have been the other option along with um. Uh, uh, yeah. well, I, can't, I can't even fucking say his name. Shit. <laughs> Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa. Or Ojuari. That would be the three. 
Ojolari. Ojolari. To, um, to, to kind of counter my to kind of counter my argument, I think the way our defense sits just now, there must be two or three options that we can upgrade on defense whilst trading back. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight away you've got you've got Barmore, you've got Horn, you've got more. There's, there's more depth of of better value at the at, at the yeah that, that fifteen to number twenty two number. Yeah, you know what I mean. This, this, you're getting a much more better bang for your buck. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying trade down is bad. I just hope they've got a list that they would love in the late teens because there's nothing worse than yeah, we'll trade down and then somebody jumps up ahead and takes who we want. Well, I mean, even you know, Greg Newsom's getting some favour at the moment, and he's played That's in the right, cover yeah. three. He's played in the cover three defence, which is obviously what we're moving to this year with um, with Quinn. So you know he's he's coming in. He's got an experience of a similar system. You know he again he probably would be more plug and play than um, you know going to some other team where they're asking him to do man coverage. Uh, so you know that he's certainly somebody that can be considered. As Stephen Jones said, it's defense across the board. That you know yes, they've plug plastered the gaps with free agency but you know they're not limiting themselves to saying we need a cornerback at 10 okay so you know if if Micah Parsons is there at 15 if JOK is there you know Barmore whatever you've you've got a list of players that you've got potential first round pick uh, grades on mm-hmm. yeah. and, and you'll you'll pick what whoever you've got if it's 9.1 or 9.2, um, which is a lot of the grading system, you'll go with the highest available pick. Yeah. Yeah, I agree there. Like, well, whoever's highest on your board, take. But, right, guys, we've hit the hour mark, so that's the hot takes. We can do the advert and what have you um, in a moment, pay the bills. But what I wanted to do is let's get hyped, guys. It's all about now the 24-hour draft show news. So people have been sending messages and comments and quotes on this one. Um, The guest list is absolutely crazy. We have, as well, some giveaways. So just so you know, the giveaways and the competitions, they're going to be really simple, totally free. So we have... Dallas Cowboys baseball caps to give away. We have we've got a few of these little flags and what have you to give away. Pendants. <laughs> Pendant. Pendants, yeah. We've got two massive giveaways for you. First of all, one of the ones totally free, as we said. All you've got to do is watch the show, share it, all the rest of it. One of the ones we've got is a full-size Dallas Cowboys canvas. Um, You will see it next week, and it'll be on our Facebook, and a signed Dallas Cowboys book as well. Jamie, do you want to give away who the player is that signed the book? Um, I will do, Um, but just just checking if you've seen the comment from Brian. I won't put it up on the screen before we... um, Just in case you've not seen it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Sorry, um... The um, yeah, the book is signed by by Bill Bates. 
That's right. Official as well. Uh, we've got as well uh, Dallas Cowboys hats to give away uh, and a football as well. Got a little Dallas Cowboys football that is given, being given away. Um, so, okay. People want to know the guest list. The guest list is the big thing uh, that people keep <laughs> asking about. So, first of all, these are completely confirmed. Um, I don't mention it yet. We don't, I thought we were going to release the, gra- the the graphics to re-announce. I thought that's what we were going yeah, to be doing. We'll re- we, we will do right. that. We're just going to spill a few names just right, so right, people right. know. Uh, keep a level of intrigue. On the breakfast show, we have Sky Sports and Gridiron Chief Editor Neil Reynolds joining us in the morning, um, as well as a member of the NHS charity joining us. So that's the morning. Just something I'd like to break into. In the afternoon, uh, so let's go through these. Some of the guys, there are, are going to be a more names added to this, but these are confirmed. Derek Eagleton, uh, Mickey Spagnola, Brad Sham, David Hellman, Kyle Yeomans, Shannon Gross, just to name a few of the guys from Dallas Cowboys Media that are going to join us. They're going to be more in the afternoon. Um, people asked if this guy is on. This guy is on, and he's on for extended time, is Brian Broaders. He is joining us. And Mike Fisher is going to be joining us as well. And Ari Temkin. So that's pretty much all of 105 The Fan covered. (laughs) Um, Pretty much all of them. Uh, KT, Kevin Turner, Jeff Kavanagh. And another big one as well for you guys that is going to join us. We just got into a couple more details. The return of Jane Slater. So we have spoken to her. She's coming on. We just need to get a time sorted with her. Um, so that should be good. Jeff Reinbold, he's on with us as well. Um, but he's in Hawaii traveling to Texas of all places. Um, so we just need to finalize and tweak the details with Jeff of when he can come on. And then we've got the usual suspects then. So we've got, uh, West Coast joining us. Uh, RJ, Brandon from Cowboys, you Barry Gibson from OAT. He's actually going to be on with us when the draft's happening. Um, we Kelsey and Meg, they're in uh, the line, so that should be good. Skywalker Steel and Big Game James are going to be joining us post-draft. Uh, so we'll have both of those boys from uh, their show coming over. And we've got Jay Tuck joining us. And possibly, we I was speaking to him today, Bluff City Cowboys. Um, so that is all coming up next week on a 24-hour show. More names to be added to that as well. Because oh, yeah. um, we've got, we do have uh, Barry Griffiths from Cowboys Experience joining us with a couple of former players. Uh, yeah, Cowboys Experience. Oop, there. Uh, with a couple of players. I will give you a hint on who one of those players are. He will be a future Hall of Famer. That should have given it away. <laughs> no, it's not Cowboys. I just remembered my of you saying that I f- completely forgot that you told us that this person could potentially Sorry, be on. So I was like, oh yeah. Oh. Killing me, Graham. Killing me. <laughs> but just so you know, there is one more massive, massive name that is on there that I haven't told you about. We have spoken to uh we have spoken to the man's agent all confirmed all the rest of it it's just technical details to get him to call in 
the guy on draft day, his busiest day of the year. That's right? a giveaway. If that doesn't give it away, guys. Mike, that should up. be a massive giveaway. My, <laughs> my, my, I don't care. Shut the fuck it's up. That's, it. That's, <laughs> fine. That's enough. That... <laughs> that, yes. So once we get the technical details, he will be joining us. If you if you can make it, make sure you're on round about three, four o'clock in the afternoon. But there's it's gonna be on all day. One guy I did forget to mention who has come back to us as well this week was Heck Harrison. He is joining us as well. Um so that should be good fun. Um who the hell but is yeah. Uh, who the hell is Mel Kaper? But the, the amount of giveaways we've got, I don't know if... Have you got the canvas there, Jamie? Um, downstairs. Downstairs. Don't worry about it. It can, <laughs> it can stay there for now. But we've got, honestly, the amount of giveaways we got. And it, 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 like I say, although we've got the charity running, all we're going to say is, oh, there's some more giveaways for you, some more stuff to, that are just totally free. All you got to do is just get involved with us. Um, so it, it, I, I do want to spill the beans, but I can't. Oh, there's also as well Ken Hamlin. Forgot to mention him. He came back to us, ex-safety um, for the Cowboys. Uh, and we have Flag Runner Cruz joining us. So uh, you guys might not know him. We know him quite well. He's one of the guys who runs out onto the field with the big Dallas Cowboys flags and when they score a touchdown. Uh, he's working from the start that day, so that will be quite interesting. Um, speaking to Taylor Stern as well, trying to get that one sorted. Uh, yes. So, yeah, uh, that is probably the most that we can give away for now. Um, <laughs> but it will all be there. We start at half past seven in the morning here in the UK, which would be... Uh, half past one in Dallas if you're way out on the west coast midnight officially draft day um, unfortunately for DJ Dog it won't be officially draft day for him because the draft day would happen the day after if I got the time right yeah it would yeah, oh god time zones are such a pin in the back side <laughs> they are very hard to figure well out saved, they are very hard well, well saved <laughs> yeah yeah um, but you guys, you got anything to add about the 24-hour ja draft show I haven't mentioned yet for next week? David Putney. <laughs> just, just, like I said, I want my first-round picks back, Brian. Yeah. We're going to need the cut. See, between half past five and half past seven UK time, we're going to need those comments, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be in bed. Even if it's, <laughs> even if it's on your dinner break. Um, why are you way to work or if, if you're at home and just chilling out and just just pop it on in the background and just even if it's just come on to come on and say hello or if you want to just throw some comments like say as the guys have said it's always, out, like, it's always five o'clock somewhere yeah we're, always we're, five yeah. Somewhere. we're yeah, on for 24 hours so you don't need to tune in to us for 25 hours just babbling on <laughs> Come on, if it's for five, ten minutes. And just there, there's and just the so much content we got. You would not believe. Uh, and the competitions will keep flowing. The guests will keep flowing. Um, the competitions will be there. Uh, and they'll keep going. We'll even do a couple of things. And I do have to mention this as well. Me and Jamie spent uh, probably too long on this. 
but <laughs> we we actually made a drinking game for you guys to play at home while the draft's going on. Yeah, <laughs> we spent way too long on doing it, but it's there. Details on how to get involved in the drinking game will be up later on. Go on, Jay. I've just, I just, you just remind. I don't know what you made me remind. You mean I'll put my teeth in. Med, That's remember okay. this. But there is also our man Rich is going to do something live on air, and it, and it was a part of the is mock the draft that, involved? that we're doing. I'm not going to. I'm not going to think it. I'll, I'll tell you off air, Paul. Um, <laughs> but it was a part of the. And if the yeah, UK Cowboys mock draft in the Facebook group, and I did a trade with Rich, but this trade was pending. Something he will do live on air. <laughs> <laughs> he agreed. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there's loads to get involved with. I mean, we got 24 hours of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, like Jamie said, just get involved when you want. Um, Paul isn't bothering. He said he's not going to do it. Do what? Come on. You said you're not going to bother, didn't you? What? Do what? Come on, the show, the 24-hour one. You said, nah, it's not for me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like this one from, D, from DJ Dog. A shot every time, every pick until Matt Jones is picked. Uh... <laughs> no, the, 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 no, I, no, I find the questions pale pets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what was funny is like we, we we spent hours on it and when you look at it right you people will be like how could you spend more than 10 minutes doing this and it was like mm-hmm. no we did we generally sat on the phone with each other for over an hour just just to yeah. give people just to give, <laughs> just to give the audience an expectation when you're on the phone to mike it's not a quick five minute call it's nearly an hour and a Hell half no. every, every time it's like oh i need to ask you a quick question Five minutes later becomes an hour and a half and then we ended up having a whole different conversation by the end of it so, so what did we actually originally talk about oh yeah then and, and like, yeah, i can't I, I do remember that last phone call we had and it just like i don't know how we got into like sci-fi oh, we were, we're, movies we're, 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 and i we were both hung over to be fair and to be we fair were probably we were very 40 minutes of that he spent yeah. losing his signal going through the valleys in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do i yeah I it's think, all yeah, right. Just... Some signal is all right because the signals bounce off all the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just to answer, obviously, Austin's thing. There, I don't, I, I don't think we're, I don't think one of us is going to be on for a full twenty-four hours. Are we? We're, we're going to be on. Um, well, pretty we're, much. We're, the, the show will be well, twenty-four the hours. On, yeah, but, sorry, individuals. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, like think yeah, got... you'll lose some of us. Year and yeah, there while they go get something to eat and freshen up. Uh, but the, the show, it, it'll be in three parts as well, uh, unfortunately, because of the fantastic work Facebook do with their customer zero. services. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Zero. <laughs> zero. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not for the, the main special guest. That would be very undelightful. Mm-hmm. I think the fan group will Although be that has happened. Although that has happened before, though, being drunk in front of him. I think that's a clue. So I think the less (laughs) we say about our special guest, the better. (laughs) And and we'll we'll release it when... Special guest. 
special 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 special, special. <laughs> uh, special. no no austin special. no more clothes no more clothes <laughs> so uh so we will release um a... can we give the initial of his last name can we no, just give no, the initial no, of his no, last no, name no, 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 no it will give no. it away it will give it away yeah like the fact that you even said that now they'll be like yeah. oh that's that, that. so, mate trust me when i say this shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything. You're right. talking about it. I'm sitting here quiet. Right, so, so what I'll say, what um, I'll say, is, so what I'll say is, everyone's like, just be sure to stay tuned on our Facebook group, our Twitter, yeah. Instagram, and that. We'll have uh, release images of uh, graphics of, of our of our special guests. Be sure to share them. Be sure to get the word out. Because obviously, because this is all going towards charity as well. So the more you guys get engaged on the show, the more we can actually help raise money for everyone that's actually been working for the NHS. So it makes a big difference. So, and uh, and the fact that we're, we've managed to get all these guys, all our friends through Cowboys Nation, through um, like other uh, podcasters from Cowboys Media to everybody else, they're willing to come in and help out with us to raise money for our charity. So and also have fun at the same time and just talk about football. So, guys, be sure to uh, come along when it comes drafty. What just just to yeah. comment just to comment on Brian's really quick. He still hasn't told me if that's happened, so he can't tease us that way. But yeah, like you said, Paul. Yeah, like I say, I mean it's it's all for um, for charity. It's so, I mean, giving up twenty four hours. Well, as a collective show is in comparison from what the NHS has done. Oh, do you know what I mean? True. As, as, a, as a whole, but, you know what I mean, in these last 12, 24 months, uh, these 12, 14 months, because it's been horrendous for everybody around the world, and well, especially. I, I think in general, without, I, think, without... I, think, I think without the NHS in general, from the very get-go, when it was first released, yeah. it's been nothing but a saving grace. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, just for for this one, uh, yeah, no, the details is be we don't take any of the money. It'll all be on a separate, like a direct NHS site. We yeah. don't, yeah. we yeah, just give it. it a, yeah, we don't yeah, involve yeah. involved in it at all. Yeah, it's it's all going directly through the NHS for a just given charity URL, which is um, Jamie. I think you've got the URL on the Facebook page, so we'll yeah. we will we will share that link. And we will be posting that yeah. link within within the comments during the show as well, so you guys can actually uh, go to that page. And if you feel like uh, uh, land over a donation to the NHS, that'd be fantastic. So, guys, uh, but yeah, um, we will keep you all updated. Give you the link. We'll give you all the updates when it comes to the the uh, graphics for all the upcoming guests, and uh, we'll reveal the special guest in due time. Yeah, I that's, would say after the weekend. No, yes, after the weekend. Yes. Do, do you think? Just yeah. thinking about because we obviously, I think we were going to announce it tonight, weren't we? But just there's been some technical yeah. issues. Should we? There has been. Do, yeah. Should we do a? Do we just do a a, a cowboys esque when there's there's news? Do we do we do a show like a ten minute show to kind of announce it? Hmm. Or do we just do we just blast it on? Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Insta. Seeing as we've seen as we've, we've bigged it up now, just thinking, do we go out there and just, yeah? We'll figure it out. Let's <laughs> reconvene over the weekend when we've spoken to 
uh, his agent uh, a bit more, and then we can um, yeah, we'll come up we... with a plan from there. Yeah, so once we do have yeah. the full confirmation, we will post that. So, yeah, but that's enough. Yeah. We'll talk about it. It's confirmed. It's, it's, confi yeah. it's all confirmed and booked. It's the technicals now. Um, so, yeah. But that is it for this week. The final draft show uh, or pre-draft show of 2021. Um, oh, yeah. Um, before we go, uh, as we said... <laughs> pay the bills one of the guys we'll have coming on next week barry griffiths from cowboys experience as well let me just get this banner turned off and then uh, there we go here he is from cowboys experience he will be joining us as well with a couple of former players uh he'll be coming on after drew pearson <laughs> anyway yeah if you're gonna go to a game this year make sure you book it through cowboys experience they got game day tickets Stadium tours and tailgate parties you won't want to miss. Uh, all you've got to do if you want some free stuff is use the booking code UK Cowboys, and then that way you get what, guys? Free stuff. Chocolate pudding. Free stuff. <laughs> and it's as easy as that. <laughs> but there is some big news, mind you, that Barry is going to talk about next week about Cowboys experience, uh, which actually means you never need to leave your home. I'll keep that one quiet and you can explain. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might have said too much. But um, yes, from myself and then from the Godfather, Jamie, from my uh, neeps and tatties and um, the he's no longer the he's no longer the freshman or the sophomore. He's the junior. No, Lorn, you're now a senior, although that Ooh, sounds great. really bad. You're now the senior of, of the team. So that's going to be your nickname from now on. Uh, this has been UK Cowboys TV. We'll see you all next week. I'll leave it to you guys to say your goodbyes and I'll end the show. Cheerio, guys. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay safe. See you Thursday. Thursday, baby. <laughs>